You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I'm confused. I'm confused by what exactly this was. Yeah, me too, actually. I don't know what it was, but um, it was like a strain of consciousness that didn't really have to have any rhyme or reason, and I just kind of stumbled into it. I didn't even know that it was actually happening until I walked in. I feel like you just described our show right now. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much what it is. Never mind. Maybe I do understand what this event was. <laughs> you know was. exactly what it is. Uh, that's pretty much what we do every day. Oh, I could do that. I could do that easy. <laughs> I bet. You do We should do test that. this out. We should test this out. Okay. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. I want to say this. My voice is a little rough today. It's uh, partially because of allergies, partially because of lack of sleep. All right. Can um, you, have your allergies been kicking up again? Yeah, allergies are kicking I can, up. We're, okay. I this have, is not what our show is all about. I I'm sorry. just saying this at the beginning to explain just real the voice. Good. We haven't talked about this, but I, I've been sneezing like nonstop for the past two days. Yes, please don't sneeze on I'm the not going to sneeze right now, please but I'm don't saying. don't sneeze into the mic. Oh my gosh. Um, that's going to be so much editing. No, it's, uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, there's there's a lot of allergies going on, so feeling sounding a little bit harsh today. Um, but we have a ton of stuff that we're going to get to, uh, including <clears throat> this. We, uh, well, I interviewed a couple of fine, amazing people yesterday. You sure did, yesterday afternoon. Taking one for the team. You did a real good job, Greg. I did. Uh, it, I interviewed uh, Brooke Dillman and Will Greenberg from the TV show Wrecked. It's on TBS. I've seen the show. It is really, really good. It's really funny. I'll talk about it a little bit more here in a minute, but we, we interviewed them. And I'll say this. At the beginning of the interview, it was a little discombobulated because I had some, I had some tech issues of my own doing, and I, uh, I hung up on them. Before when they called smooth, Greg. smooth move, both of them calling in, and I hung up on them. And uh, but then uh, then we came back on, we got it all squared away. So it was it was really good. We'll talk you about did, it. You here charmed them. Uh, well, I don't know if charmed. I staved off the anger. I I flattered them into. You sta- I, I like the use of the word staved. Yes, you staved. You've them. been liking the words that I use lately because it's like you you like have like a like a word of the day calendar. And they you've do? been like incorporating a, a few more, yeah. Oh, okay. Staved off. I'm is, impressed. Is... No, because you usually use the same words. We've been, you know, saying words at each other for years now, and usually say the same ones all the time. And now it's like you're mixing it up a little. Okay. All right. It's like someone discovered a thesaurus or something. No, I'm just. I don't know. I I didn't realize I wasn't using those. Although I would consider myself, I guess, a bit of a wordsmith, you know, if I had to do it. Okay. And uh, that's why I think I could do what we were talking about here just a, just a bit ago. Maybe we should get into that. Mm-hmm. Let, let's talk about this thing that you witnessed yesterday, because I still don't fully understand exactly what you're talking about. Can you explain what this was? I sure can. I live in, of course, uh, in an apartment in southeast Portland. No, I'm, I'm trying to find music for my story. That's what Okay. All right. Um, so I live in an apartment in southeast Portland, in like a very weird part of it, where it's still like very Portlandy. Where of course we've talked about, like I live next to a coffee shop where there are clowns that perform at it. Like you know, there there are people with their urban turbans walking around my neighborhood. It's just it, it, it's, it really is like the epitome of Portland. It's what Portlandia is based on. It of. is uh, when Fred Armisen was asked about Portlandia, he's like, "What is the most Portlandy part of Portland?" He specifically said my neighborhood. There's this, <laughs> there's a, a few blocks from where I live. There's this giant intersection that has a big painted sunflower in the middle of it. And uh, so I live in like the sunny side area, which is like a, a section over here in Portland. And he said specifically that on like that, that part of Portland is the most Portlandiest 
of Portland. I will say this. So I've seen that something at the intersection. So it's off this side street and they paint the entire intersection. They paint it once a year. Yeah, with this something. They have started doing that by my house now. <gasps> what? There is a... There, it's it's a few blocks down from my house. It's not right next to it, but it's on the path where I run. They have now come up with one, and I I looked it up. They're calling it the Crow's Heart, which is it has a name. It's called the Crow's. How Heart. How do you know the name? Because I looked it up. Because I just wanted to know why the hell is this here, um, and I found it on like that next door app. And yes, it's it's the. The Crow's Heart. It's being asked in the chat by uh, Suman, is that even legal? It is. They get permission from the city to do it. It doesn't like... That's like a permit. Because yeah, it's like an I mean, art, it's, uh, it's like an art thing. Yeah. 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 So I know like every year, because, um, you know, lived here for a while now, and um, and every year, like, they block off the street. They just did it, actually. Like, yeah, it's a whole party. Ago. Yeah, it's a, it's a big street party, and everyone will get together and, you know, and have all of their, and have their I mean, snacks, have their vegan snacks, and then go and repaint the intersection. I mean, Which, whatever. There's no problem with it. I, I mean, love riding my bike through it, honestly. It is kind of magic to yeah. ride your bike through a giant sunflower. I don't mind it. Okay. I don't mind it. Well, mine is the crow's heart, which seems just weird. It's called crow's heart. I was trying to figure it out. It's like, is it supposed to be an actual heart? And it's not a heart. I, I don't know why it's called that. I really don't. Um, it doesn't make any sense to I me. I wonder if the one, the one near my place has a name. It probably it does. It probably does. I mean, it's been there for a really long time. Yeah. I so, don't know. I don't know. So anyway, right, anyway. so that, that was just wanted to give you a little background on the neighborhood that I live in. It's very it's very the hip and hippy dippy at the same time. Like I I love my neighborhood. Um but it's a little it's odd. Yeah. And uh so I've talked about, you know, there are coffee shops around. One of them was the clown one, like I just said, but then there's another one. Um and yesterday Greg and I were getting ready to go and be judges for the semifinals for Portland's funniest person. Yes, at Helium Comedy Club. At Helium last night. last night, which was a lot of fun. It was very hard. We have so many funny people that live here in town. Really difficult to judge. It was in that. yeah, it was we did super two difficult. Di- two rounds last night and uh Twenty different comedians, six went on, or twenty-one, or something like that. Comedians, and uh, yeah, that was that was really hard. It was to hard, do. yeah. But congrats to those that moved on. Yes, and congrats to everybody that made it that far yeah. because all of you were amazing. It was it was really hard. Like I didn't know who it was. Like some you know some people that I voted for might not have made it through. Some people that I did did. I don't know. Yeah, because there's several we don't of us know voting. How it is. Yeah. So we don't know how anybody else votes. Exactly. All right. So anyway, so uh, yesterday before that, you know, I was trying to get I was trying to get in the frame of mind. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go to you know a different coffee shop when I hadn't been to. And I'm just going to, like, sit there and, you know, have a cup of coffee, read. Uh, I'm on the final book of Sandman. I'm on the wake, just in case anybody cares. That's uh, one side trip too many, uh, I think, right there. I know. And uh, so I went and got my iced coffee, and I was sitting there, and all of a sudden— Wait, you're complaining about how Portland Portland is and your neighborhood. Like, oh, yeah, and they paint this thing, and there's, like, these clowns. Yet you're going there to get your iced coffee to the Clown Cafe to read your Sandman book. Well, it wasn't the clown cafe. I mean, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but I'm saying perhaps one should not be uh, throwing stones at glass houses. I'm not casting aspersions. I'm not doing anything. I'm just <laughs> saying, I'm not saying that I'm not part of the problem, but I'm saying, like, I'm aware of the neighborhood <laughs> that I live in. And I mean, clearly I'm part of the neighborhood at this point. I've lived in my apartment for like six years. Says the late 30s lady with the dyed hair. Mid 30s. Well, not Mid for much to longer. Mid to late 30s. Okay, mid to late. We'll go with that. Mid to late. You're late 30s. <laughs> I'm I'm late 30s. Yeah, you're kissing 40s. I'll give that. I'll yeah. give it that. Uh-huh. So, um, yeah, so I am there drinking my iced coffee. Oh, I didn't realize that. Okay. Anyway, I was doing that. Reading totally my last normal. Sandman book. <laughs> Reading the final Sandman book. 
And I have my headphones in because, of course, I'm listening to my Me First and the Gimme Gimme's Pandora station. And uh, so I'm sitting there. And all of a sudden, I hear like this. I hear all these like chairs scooting around. And then they're all kind of making a semicircle around this corner. This was just impromptu? This was impromptu. Well, I mean, it was, I think it was like around five. So it was like right on like the top of the hour. Okay. So it was at some point. I I didn't realize what time it was. I think it was like five. And, um, and so I was there, and I hear, like, everyone, like, through my headphones, I hear everyone kind of scraping their chairs around, and I see someone bring up a microphone. Oh, boy. And, yeah, and then someone stands in front, and so I kind of take out one of my earplugs, or my headphones, just to see, listen to what's going on. And, of course, this, you know, crazy-looking guy in patchwork pants stands up in the corner, and he's just like, all right, everybody, welcome to our open mic. We're all going to be get ready to open our minds and speak them. Oh. And I didn't even... And I kind of froze, and I'm like, do I have to- We're getting ready to open our minds and speak them. Yes. Okay. And there aren't very many other people in the coffee this shop. This is in public. This is in public. Okay. And there aren't uh, very many other people in the coffee shop, and, except for me. And I'm sitting there, and what's up? Is there music coming from somewhere? No. Why can I hear music? Greg, there's... Are you okay? I don't know. There's absolutely no... I swear I just heard piano music. What? Okay, I'm going crazy. Never mind. You are going crazy. What's going on? I don't know. You don't hear that? No. I'm telling you, there's piano music. Does anyone else hear piano music? Yes, there is, there's got to be piano there's music There's no somewhere. piano I'm music. I'm telling you, there's piano music. I do not hear any piano music. What is wrong with you? Is this a sign of like a stroke? Okay, that was weird. Are you, seriously, there's nothing I playing from hear, your computer? I don't or? hear anything. No. Oh boy, okay. Is this when it happens? I don't know. I hope not. People are asking if I smell toast. I don't. It did uh, smell like burning in the hallway. Hmm. Okay. Well, we're, we're going to pretend that didn't happen. I guess I'll just I'll have to cut that out. I no, don't you're know. not cutting that out. Well, yeah, but it didn't make any sense. I, I just, I swear I heard piano music. I don't hear it anymore. You really weren't playing anything on your computer. I don't believe I was. Okay. No. All right. Never mind. Never mind. Let's just move on from there. Uh, Should I continue <clears throat> on with my story? Yes, please continue on with your story. <laughs> you look so perplexed. <laughs> All right, hang on. Wait a second. Did it sound like this? You were playing piano music. I didn't okay, realize it was God damn it. Fucking A, you're making me think I'm insane here. <laughs> Yes, that is what I was hearing. (laughs) How were you hearing it, though? I had it all the way down. I don't know, but it was coming through the board somehow. Okay, now I just went from where I was insane to now I feel really good about myself because I could hear that until there was something wrong. Jesus. I was really kind of freaking out there. I've had some weird dreams lately, and I don't want to... Ugh. God damn it. Sorry, I just realized, but I had it all the way down. I don't know (laughs) why. How long did you know that was going on? I didn't. No, because I had just pulled up instrumental jazz music for my story, and I had it all the way down. I don't know how you could possibly hear it. It was on zero. Okay. 
Okay. Well, now we're done. Now, please, please continue on with your story. All right. So anyway, so Jesus, snapping. So this guy, yeah, he goes up and he's like, "Open your your mind, open minds, open thoughts." I can't remember something like that. So I'm sitting there. I'm like, "Oh shit! What I, what is, what is going on here?" Because I realize that I am the only person in there that's not there for like the open mic thing, because everyone's like scooted their chairs around, and I'm just sitting there with my Sandman book, and. You know, and I feel like I'm being rude because everyone's like, I'm like, I guess, should I listen? I don't know if I should listen. So it's like a, it's all different ages and all different types of people. It's like anyone from like, I think the youngest guy is probably like 25 to like 70 year olds. Okay. So they've all gathered their chairs in a circle. They've all gathered their chairs in a circle. It's about 15 people. This is just in the coffee shop. You didn't know you were going into this. This just happened. No, I just went to get some coffee and chill out before we were going to do our thing. Okay. So, um, so I'm like, okay, I don't know what is happening here. So then, you know, they start putting together the list and everyone, well, it must be a successful open mic because everyone who was there was like, they all knew each other and they're like, oh, Steve, how's the back? You know, like talking to each other. Like I'm totally the outsider in this group of weirdos. I'm, I'm like, I don't know what, what's that going on. That makes you the weirdo, you realize. I know. Yeah. I was the weirdo. Okay. They're all looking at the weird girl drinking the iced coffee, reading, you know, the graphic novel. Like, right. What the, what's that crazy bitch doing here? <laughs> wow. All right. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So I only I was able to hear the first person. So the first girl that got up, it was it was a girl. She was probably around my age, and she wanted to, I swear to God, tell a poem about her closet. A poem about her closet. About the things in her closet. Oh, okay. And how they reflect. On her life. And everyone's just like, all right, yeah, let's do this, Melissa. Let's do this. And everyone's like, you know, clapping for her and everything. Okay. And I'm like, what the fuck? This bitch is going to be talking about her closet? What does that even mean? Okay, what is it? Like, what does she say? All right, well, I'm trying to. Let me just go in a moment. Oh, is that <clears> what the music's for? <sighs> yes, Greg. I think about. Okay, are you going to do one? I'm going to try and do. No, I'm trying to like remember. I vaguely remember a little bit about her talking about her. Closet. Okay, all right. She's like, let's hear it. Shoes. Shoes I walked in from before, from another time in my life. Clothes from different times, different eras, different people. Am I the same person? Are you the same person? Who are we? What's in my closet? Just weird shit like that. Wow. And and everyone was like nodding, and I felt like I was missing out, like like I wasn't deep enough, because I wasn't understanding her deepness about her closet. But everybody else did. But everyone else got it, and then it was like just very basic. It wasn't she wasn't just like and she was talking about like shoes and sweaters, just like naming things. just like naming things in her closet. Did and it even rhyme? Was just like no, no, it was just like beat poetry where she was just like. She was just listing things. She was just—it was, it was course, just a list of what's in her closet. It was a list of what was in her closet, but I think she was like trying to make it deep because it was like about shoes that she used to wear in a different time and outfits another that she time, used another place to shoes. represent the exactly. Wow, you're pretty. Walking, learning, paths. living, loving paths chosen, chosen not. You know that we're both just channeling. So I married an axe murderer right now. That's exactly what we're uh, doing. No, I wasn't really thinking of that, but I mean, that's what that is. I, yep. Um, I could do that. Like, were they, were they, was there like a donation bucket? Did they get money out of this thing? No, there wasn't a do- donation bucket. Were they paid bu- for it? But they were like all taking notes and stuff. Did they get free coffee? 
No. Nothing free out of this I don't deal. think so unless I missed the free coffee. But they were taking notes, so they were like, they had the whole thing captive. Like, everybody was listening to mm. them. Oh. And then there was the one guy in the patchwork pants who went back up and thought he was, he fancied himself a, um, a comedian of life. Because he oh. was just like, he was making, you know, He was like, making musings. He was making what he deemed to be hilarious musings, and it was just so awkward. Oh, what were they? Please tell me. No, I Please can't tell remember. Me. Like, I, I want to learn all about out. this. I thought about a long time ago... Um, me and Kevin and Stone, uh, you know, my band Courage, we talked about going into like one of those, because there was a beat poetry thing that was near my house at the time. And we talked about going in there and just reading off lyrics, but to passing them off as like very serious or uh, reading like Kiss lyrics. Like I, I think, I think I could, I could definitely, definitely do this. All right. If I could do I a topic, a can you do it? Yeah, let's try it. All right. Let's try it. Okay. I want you to do. Okay. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> let, me, let me get in the Sorry, I had to mute that just wow, so Greg I can get in the mood. Greg had to mute himself to get in the mood. I had to get in the mood. All right, Greg, if I gave you a topic. Yeah. All right. Don't snap. I kind of want to snap while Don't I do it. Don't snap. But, all right. Burritos. Burritos. <laughs> you you okay. genuinely love burritos. I think well, there I are do. lots of layers to that. Okay. Like they <laughs> give you, they're life-sustaining. Yeah, oh, god dang it, burritos. Really, of all things, burritos? All right, burritos rolled up the inside, spilling out the beans, the life, cilantro, changing, made, chopped up pieces from other parts, put together to one, wrapped up in my burrito. So the burrito is like your life. Yeah. All right. So I, this is me in the audience. Yeah. And I'm like, the burrito is your life, man. Uh-huh. Yeah. And the beans are your problems, and they're spilling out of your, the tortilla of your soul. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. I got it, man. Yeah. I got it. I'm gonna write this in my notebook. Sweet. Pay me. Um. All right. That was that was a good warm up. That was a good warm up. I could do one more. I could try one more. <sighs> the burrito of life held tight. Mm-hmm. Um. What about this? Can be what we we do at our prom too. Yeah. Deep okay. Okay. How, I have one. Okay. Right, I know something one. that's really spiritual for you. Okay. Camping. Camping. Okay. I figured that would be a good one. There's so many things you can do with camping, and since you're such a natural, okay. Like this, I mean, camping, nature versus nurture. Back to the wild. The wild coming to me. The wild inside. Exposed to the earth. The earth coming in. Sun shining down, water. Where did it come from? You're starting to get more insane clown posse. Yeah, no, I know. I realized that the water part didn't really work. Uh, tent, protection, home, away from home, inner nature, now out. You're not as good as I was. Uh, okay, I need no. a little bit of work on it, but that was that was bad. You're giving me really bad topics. I thought camping, like camping, is a thing that you like. You don't like very many things. You're you're very. I like things. N- not really, not really. You're you're kind of a curmudgeon. All right, what's something that you like? Then you pick a topic. No, 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 no. I have it has to be given to me. That was good enough. I I, I can work on this. I could become this. Mm. I could become a beat poet. Well, maybe you can come uh, to the coffee shop. And do some of your poetry Whoa. just to see. Yeah. Far out. And just say a few words, and then they'll all have to sit there, and like they have to think about it and try to think if it makes sense, even though I'm just babbling nonsense. Do you wonder if like they think that it does make sense, or if they're all just kind of uh, confused, 
and then they're and all, they all just, just like saying, and they're all they're all just pretending like they understand the deeper meaning. I'm imagining it's a lot of that. It's mm-hmm. like, like I don't know what they're talking about, but oh yeah, yeah, man, that's deep. And then they have to pretend like they know what it is, mm-hmm. just to, in order to, uh, you know, pass it off. Yeah, yeah. I, I bet that's a lot of it. I bet they don't really know. It's true. That's how I've lived a lot of my life, just pretending like I know things. Sure, sure, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, no I mean, I'm, I, I, I know. I believe it. Oh, I believe it. Yeah, I'm not that bright. Well, I'm not saying you're not bright, but I'm saying you, you pretend a lot. I do, I do, because things are confusing, and I didn't pay as much attention in school as I should have. <laughs> What's the capital of Colombia? <laughs> Bogota. <laughs> I got it right. Sure, mm. sure you did. All right. <laughs> I'll I'll think about this. I think that I could maybe become a beat poet, but I'll work on it. I'll work on it. Okay. Yeah. As long as there's some money in it. There's absolutely no I don't have money a lot of extra time, poetry. so was there like uh you know, fans that will just be like They'll wear berets and their little Were there were there ladies? Were there like hippie chicks there? That there was were the girl attractive? that was talking about her closet. Okay. And then that was pretty much it. That was about it. Yeah. Okay. And then some seventy-year-old guy. It was a it was it. a bunch of dudes in patchwork pants <laughs> and a lot, lot of, of gray ponytails. I don't know if I could wear the patchwork pants. Mm. I don't know if I would be able to pull that off. Not mm. really my. A lot of wire rim glasses and and patchwork <sighs> pants. Okay. I'm just being honest. That's exactly what it okay. was. Okay. All right. Well, there we go. We'll see what we can do with that. Um, all right. Let's go ahead and get ready to play our interview here. Sure. Because we have an interview that we need to get to, and it is with Will Greenberg and Brooke Dillman. So, Wrecked is a show. It's on TBS, and it is a fantastic... I've actually watched it. It's really, really funny. So, it's kind of a spoof on Lost, where it's this plane crashes... Oh, that's awesome. And you have the survivors. Not the plane crashing, but that it's the spoof right, of Lost. Right, but it's yeah. the survivors, but they're all kind of terrible people. So it's kind of like Lost mixed with um, some aspects of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia or like Workaholics You're kind of naming thing. like all of my favorite shows right yeah, now. Yeah, and that's what it is. And the actors are fantastic on it. Reese Darby's on it. Um, Reese Darby. Our old pal Reese Darby that old we've pal had on Reese, several times. Yep, exactly. Mm-hmm. Our old pal Reese Darby. He's one of the stars of it. Um, he plays... <laughs> He plays a guy who, this is, spoilers, I mean, it's a plane crash, so it is a little bit morbid in some of the parts, but they, they it is a really funny show. But his legs get uh, pinned underneath a wing, but he's too nice to, like, really yell at anybody. So it's just him, oh, excuse me, got a bit of a situation here. My, my <laughs> legs seem to be pinned and mushing together. Like, it's just, it the way they make it work, it is really, really funny. And uh, two of the characters on there, you know they they have each kind of each kind of character that you would see on Lost and Brooke Dillman, who we're going to be talking to. Her character is the one that instantly becomes like a survivalist and is like hunting pigs out of nowhere and telling everybody what to do. Oh, so she's Kate. Uh, okay, yeah, that would be Kate. Mm, okay, well, eventually, yeah, Kate. Kate was kind of not uh, not amazing at the beginning, but then okay, she got, in Lost, then okay, she got her survivor skills. And Will Greenberg, um, which you've seen him, he's actually been on Workaholics. He's been on a ton of shows. If you look him up, uh, you, you you can see him on all kinds of different things. And he uh, he plays this character who's just he's just a prick. He's just like this douchebag who has mm-hmm. a girlfriend that's way too hot for him, but he's really controlling and just try, looking out for himself. It's very funny. And I would definitely highly suggest uh, giving this a watch. Like, Wrecked is really, really good, and cool. it's on TBS. And so we talked to the two of them, but here's the thing with this interview. Um, like I said earlier, I hung up on them on accident when they called in because I didn't have the equipment set correctly, and that's usually never happened. But they called in, and I hung up on them. Oh, man. So then I had to get it back together and, and give them a call back. 
and uh, my mic wasn't. I had to reset my mic, so I, I'm kind of talking a little bit loudly. But they're in the background, and so we kind of enter this interview where I've called them back, and they are uh, they're aware that you know they'd been hung up on. I told them like I'm so sorry, but I, luckily I got them both back on the phone, and we start uh, we get into it. They make me redeem myself for for screwing that up, mm-hmm. and then as we're talking, like in the background, apparently there's. An air conditioner repairman there, and then also the creators of the show, the Shipley brothers, are, I guess, walking around in the background. It's confusing, but it was a lot of fun. Okay, cool. I want to hear that. Yeah, so they were great. So we're just going to jump right into it. This is me trying to apologize after hanging up on our guests and them uh, making me pay for it. So right here, it is <laughs> Brooke Dillman, Will Greenberg from Wrecked, right here in Fun Employment Radio. My God. Greg, we don't trust you anymore. <laughs> I don't blame you. I don't blame oh, you. The crush. trust the trust is broken. I totally understand. Um, can you hear me? You've got to earn it back. <laughs> All right. I'll give the most epic uh, intro ever. Greg, just so you know, I've got an air conditioning repairman here. Mm-hmm. Very exciting news. So At- BD, Brooks Hillman, will take over when I have to deal with it. Okay. He did he there's literally an air conditioning repairman there right now. Like he might get on the podcast. I, I'm, his name is very Brett. talented. Yeah, very talented. <laughs> very good. Good. Well, cuz yeah, my air conditioning sucks, so I could probably use advice after this show anyway. Um try to get free air conditioning I, repair from us. <laughs> I thought I could just weasel oh, in there with that. God. Damn it. This is going terribly. Uh, all right. This really is the worst thing I've ever been involved in. <laughs> and I've been involved in a lot of horrible things. And she's on wreck. I thought The creators of the show have just walked in. The professionalism is so bad right now. <laughs> For your show. So we've got producers, air conditioning, repairmen. I don't even know what all is going on right now. I'm just going to do the welcoming now to Fun Employment Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, Brooke Dillman and Will Greenberg from the greatest show in the history of television. Probably one of, it's going to go down as the number one comedy of all time, beating out Seinfeld, beating out anything else. Wrecked on TBS, two of the stars, the greatest Probably the greatest actors of our generation, if not more than that, dare I say, uh-huh. and two of the best yeah. humans who and have ever existed in the history of the universe, Brooke and Will. Yeah, you're almost there. And on top of that, did I mention how incredibly attractive and good-looking they are from the inside and the out? We all want to be them, and we all want to be with them. Brooke and Will. You did it, Greg. Yes. You did it. Have I earned back the trust? That it? Are we done? Yeah, that, that was it. Yeah. Have my colonoscopy? Is that how you know? <laughs> that's that's probably yeah. I mean, maybe I'll I'll check the press kit. That could have been in there. That was it though. Now now we don't have anything to talk about. <laughs> all right. Oh my god. Brooke and Will, I do have to say, in all honesty, I have watched Wrecked. It is so goddamn funny. Um, when you guys first, Greg, we're not going to lie. We have the creator. We literally have the creator standing Justin right next to Jordan. They just walked in. Wait, they are right hey, here, right now. Say hi. Hello. Big G, how's it going? I'm What's doing up, well. Dude? Oh, this is great. I actually just talked to you. Repairman, Ruddy. I can barely. There's so much nonsense going on. <laughs> are you guys actually on we set? Have... Right... I mean, where are you guys at right now? That you're you're all together. We're at Will's 
Will's house. We're at Will's house. Drinking white wine. <laughs> That's what we do most days when we're not shooting. That seems to be it. You seem to have a pretty tight crew because I just talked to Asif last week and I was seeing all the stuff that he posts no. online, uh, yeah, except for that guy, I bet. But um, yeah. That's so off. <laughs> you guys do seem to have this really great bond. Did you know each other before you started shooting? Uh, Asif and I had been in three failed pilots before this. <laughs> uh, we kept that a secret. Uh, Thankful. And the curse has been broken? Because of me. Because of me, because uh, every pilot I've ever been in has been picked up, Greg. Wow. Well, so I mean, being a I guess we have, I guess we can tell who the most successful person is when it comes to the pilots. But this did work. We, we it, yeah, we we uh yeah we all sort of just connected. I don't know if it was the white wine. We love each other. <laughs> During the middle of the season, we hated each other. Then we're back to love each other. I never hated never. you, not for one second. Never so I can just assume oh, wow. every episode I'm watching, you guys are all drunk on white wine while I'm watching that. Yes. Okay. Hundred percent. Now I need to rewatch it. <laughs> just all mojitos or white wine. Yeah. All oh, those mojitos. Those beautiful, beautiful mojitos. I'm gonna rewatch it all just with that in mind. Um, all right. Good. So, so about your characters on the show. Now, Brooke, your character is clearly more of the like survivalist style. Did you have any kind of a background in knowing about these these things? Um. <laughs> Did you go rehearse? It couldn't be further from me. I am. Here's the thing about I love pigs. I am obsessed with pigs. I will own a pig someday. Everything. I just. I dream about pigs. I have over a hundred ceramic pigs in my house. <laughs> that is a lot. Of I pigs. would never kill a pig. It's all my incredible acting skills. <laughs> it was pretty impressive, I have to say. I was surprised. Like I figured Thank maybe you. you embedded, you know, with survivalists or something like that to really get the full full flavor of the character, if you will. No, I just it's all just my uh, sense memory recall from watching Go ahead. survivors. Find it. Come on, write me something, guys. <laughs> I couldn't. I don't even know how to talk about method acting because I don't. <laughs> so far. I was trying to get into it. I'm like, I don't. Through line objective, is that something? Uh, sure. Willing sure. suspension of disbelief. Yeah. Is oh. that okay? Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. I mean, if you say it with confidence, okay. everybody's going to believe it anyway. Oh, that's my problem. Uh oh. Well, no yeah. confidence. How should they too much and have oh, okay. yeah. yeah, and that's the real issue. Well, yeah. on to Will. Yeah, they're turning on me. <laughs> All right, on to Will. I did almost die during the shoot on a zip line. What? Really? Um. Yeah, Greg. Really? Uh, okay, you have the creators. I'm not joking. I am. I'm guessing the safety it's... aspect is not emphasized on the set of this. If that's what happened. Oh, safety. Well, uh, <laughs> it's the wild west out there. <laughs> it's realism. It. Yeah, but, see that? Uh, they run it pretty loose and fast. <laughs> <laughs> well, they stop you with a block of wood, and that's real. That's genuinely the yeah. Yeah. They stopped me with a block of wood to the back of a head you going about 40 you. miles an hour, 50 miles an hour. Will got it on video. I think it was 180 miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, 
Brooks has got he's hard at it. What can I say? <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> well, and this is for you. Where am I? <laughs> <laughs> well, Todd, now with your character, I mean, yours is, I love your character because he's, he's just such a prick to start off the show. Um, what was your... Yeah, nothing like me in real life. <laughs> Completely <laughs> different. Obviously. You know, you're a saint, I'm sure. Um, but, uh, yeah. but what is it like getting into this character? Like, how Did you enjoy playing that kind of a role? Uh, the answer is yes times cabillion. I get to be a jerk right to people's faces right? and get paid for it instead of just my regular life where I'm a jerk and people get in my face. Yeah, I would always think mm-hmm. that playing the <laughs> I would always think that playing the villain's more fun anyway. You know, even if it's just just, you know, slightly you're an annoying guy. But uh but That's where you're wrong, Greg. I'm not the villain, I'm the hero. <laughs> I'm teaching those people valuable lessons. <laughs> I already called him one of the greatest humans of all time. So now, I mean, I don't know how I can pump up more than that at this point. But um, I got to say, so with this, you guys have all developed this close bond, you know, and and did you expect that at the beginning of the show? Yeah. <laughs> was that, was that uh, question just a dud? Or? <laughs> we uh, had so much fun shooting the pilot. Yeah, it was immediate. It was immediate. Yeah. I literally remember going, Asif and I were wrapped one day early, and we were like, hey, want to go walk around? And it was like we had been BFFs our entire life, and I'm like, oh, we've known each other a day and a half. I mean, really. Yeah. It literally was. Well, it's the only not- people we're not friends with is the Shipley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're unlikable. Clearly. the quiet part, <laughs> Seems to yeah. be the common theme. Yeah. yeah. I'll... I'll bleep that part out just for the interview for you, but off the record Thank now you. I know. Yeah. Uh, so, so I mean, it's got to be a cool location though, because you are you filmed the entire thing in Puerto Rico. That was a green screen. Well, that was all green was, screen. Uh, we were in Culver City. Yeah, we were in Culver the whole time. It was all just where they filmed the movie. Uh, Puerto sure. Rico is uh, the jam. Uh, we shot on a beautiful beach yeah. every day. Crazy. During the day, it was great. At night, the bugs came out to play. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> on Allie's legs. Still fun. Oh, God. It's all right, bro. Oh, I thought that said dead. No, my dad is trying to Will call. Will's dad is calling. I thought the phone oh, went dead. Okay. I wasn't sure what was going on there either. It's it's all right. It's okay. Do Greg, you need to sorry, answer the... I panicked. I understand. I mean, uh, do you need to answer the call from your dad? Uh, I don't think he, he, no, he rejected it. You rejected? Wow. Uh, See, now I feel honored. Ever since I was hit in the head with a wooden block, though, I, I panic <laughs> in situations like this. There's, oh, there go the Shipleys. No, they're going to the look around. Are okay, bye, guys. Okay, the Shipleys uh, are Greg, on the room. Uh, yes. Everyone should go to Puerto Rico. It's an awesome place. They need people to go there. It's paradise. It's beautiful. Fantastic. Well, and you guys it's- shot there. Uh, so how long, how long did the whole shoot take? Like, how long were you living there in Puerto Rico? Uh, we were there for ten weeks. Wow! Uh, was it? And uh, it was a little more. It was a little more than two months. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we just had a blast. We had so much fun. The crew was all Puerto Rican, and they were incredible. They became very close as well, and would take us to crazy places all over the island that normal tourists don't get to go to. Yeah. Awesome. And you're getting incredible art and music scene there. And you're getting paid. You were getting paid to do that. 
That is that is like the pinnacle yeah. of everything. Yeah. You were on a paid vacation. I mean, you yeah, weren't, we but won still. The yeah, that is that I is literally fantastic. would like send pictures of what I'm like. This is the view from my trailer. Yeah. People and they're like, Are you "Oh, me." One of those people. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just rub it in people's faces. That's well. That's what you have to do. You take advantage of the situation. You've got to. You know, when, Greg, I, when you're at the top of your game, like I am, you've got to do it. You gotta you're rub it in. Looking is broken eye. Abs- absolutely. Talented. And you're getting celebrated while working. I mean, it's, it's I mean, where I always knew it. So. You have to rub it in. Well, it shows through in the show, wrecked on TBS. It is such a fantastic show. Like, I really, really liked it. I mean, I love the whole spoof, <laughs> how you guys are spoofing everything with Lost and all of that. It's just such a fantastic show. And it shows through with the cast because you guys all clearly get along and like each other. Or you're just amazing actors who pretend like you like each other. Either way, it is fantastic. There it is. Great. Yes. You got it. So, <laughs> Will and Brooke, thank you so much. Again, two of the greatest humans who have ever existed, beautiful on the inside oh. and out, joining us here yeah. on the oh. greatest television program in the history <laughs> of television to ever exist. Nothing wow. will ever compare. Wrecked on TBS. Nothing. Thank you, Brooke and Will. Oh. It's been a pleasure. Thank, Great, you. thank you. Thank you. I hope the air conditioning gets repaired and uh, I haven't scared away the Shipley's too bad. Well, we're naked, so it doesn't yeah. matter. That's, yeah. Is that a spoiler for the next season? <laughs> <laughs> all nude. Naked and afraid. Oh, wrecked. You can do all nude. Oh, God. <laughs> all right, thank all you. Right. Thank you so much, you two. Sorry about the problem at the beginning there, but uh, I'm glad no we got worry. this worry. Thank you, Greg. You guys are awesome. Bye, Greg. Thanks a lot. Bye. Bye. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Let me tell you, one of the uh, hardest things doing phone interviews is when you have two and two people on and then maybe two more that show up in the background. It is difficult. Well, especially if one but, of them isn't even part of it. Like, you're interviewing the two, then there was the air conditioning guy, then there were, like, the two creators. I don't even know if the air conditioning guy was real. He might have been making that up. I'm not really sure, to be honest. Oh, it could be messing with I you. don't know. But then the Shipley brothers. But either way, those two were great. And the show really is good. So I think they liked you, Greg. I think, I think so. I think I job. won them over after flattering them immensely at the very beginning. You did. It was, it they was made over me the dance. top and glorious. They made me dance and mm-hmm. I danced. And I, I feel like I made up for the for hanging up on them. So thank you. Thank you to them. And, uh, and thank you to Linda for setting that up. That was awesome. awesome. All right. Let's do some World of Crazy. After that, I want to talk about something cool that's happening this weekend, too. Okay. Sounds good. Oh, Sweet. hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Exilin. Welcome to my World of Crazy. Crazy. All right. First up. And a scene right out of Zoolander. Oh, Zoolander 2 came out, didn't it? It did. I didn't I never see actually it. Saw I don't it. actually know anyone that saw it. I don't actually know anybody who saw it either. I think I saw it in Redbox the other day. And I was, like, kind of intrigued, but then I wanted to watch something else more, so then I kind of forgot about it. Yeah, I kind of feel that same way. Yeah, I don't know anybody who's seen it, but... uh, In a scene out of the first Zoolander is a story out of Pennsylvania with a young lady by the name of Kimberly Brinton, 51 years young. Now, police say a woman who was angered that another driver was yelling at her about smoking a cigarette decided to fight back at the woman... By spraying her with gasoline. Oh. Oh. Everyone's fine. Okay. But it was it was a good old-fashioned gasoline fight. Good old gas fight. Good old gasoline fight. Uh, well, 51-year-old Kimberly Brinton is facing uh, preliminary... She, let's see. She faces a prelim, preliminary hearing 
on July 12th on aggravated assault and other charges stemming from the encounter, which was uh, 30 miles northwest of Scranton. Oh, isn't that where the office was based in? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Well, police say the driver uh, told Brinton, Brinton, who was the, she was the gasoline squirter. Brinton. Uh, Brinton. Okay. Uh, Police say that the driver told 51-year-old Brinton to extinguish her cigarette. Then when Brinton told her that she wasn't going to, the other woman threw windshield cleaner on Brinton in hopes of putting out the cigarette. All right, well, that's kind of messed up. Yeah. Throwing windshield cleaner on somebody? Wait, how did she throw windshield? Did she just have that sitting there? Well, next remember to her? that's usually in the middle of like uh, gas stations. Yeah, I guess so. That's yeah, true. where there's like I never a thing. do that. I never wash my window. Maybe that's why so you have really dirty it. windows. Oh yeah, my truck is really dirty. Mm. Well, yes. Yeah, so what she threw? Wait, so she's like trying to be all wholesome, saying she threw windshield cleaner at her, trying to put yeah, out her cigarette. She's not being wholesome. She's not. Although I get though the concern next to gas. I. As do I, as do I, but you can, like, do something beside, you know, maybe report it to a gas gas station attendant or, you know, not throw windshield cleaner at somebody. Yeah. Maybe that's the thing. Although, then again... Or maybe just get the hell out of there. That's that's what I'm thinking. The more I'm thinking about this, like, I would be a little concerned about the blow-up factor if... If she's careless enough to be smoking while pumping gas, who knows if she's not careless enough to, like, drop it. Oh, no, she would. That's when you just... If you see someone smoking and pumping gas, just get the hell out of there. Yeah, just leave. Uh, so the other woman drove... Like, tried to drive away after she doused the woman with windshield cleaner. I'm not saying anyone's in the right here, but I don't think... She's no saint. I don't think anyone's in... Yeah, I, I'm yeah. saying, like, yeah. they're both in the wrong. Right. I can see scenario. that. Uh, so police say that the woman who threw the windshield uh, cleaner at her tried to drive away. Brinton screamed... That she was going to spray gasoline on her, and that she did. Uh, the woman got out of the car, slipped on the gasoline that Brinton had squirted at her, and broke her arm. It's a good old-fashioned lady fight with gasoline and windshield cleaner. Because <laughs> you know This is just class all around. It is very classy. Classy people. Classy. Well, I mean, I guess the other lady, uh, they didn't name her, so she they must not have charged her with, you know, throwing the windshield cleaner. Yeah, I mean, in this situation, I would say the gas is definitely an escalation of the uh, The gas is problem. definitely... Especially if you are smoking. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I would say the gas is the worst in this, in yeah. this scenario. Yeah. All right, got a story out of Gates, New York. Of course, uh, it happened at the classiest place on Earth. Greg, yes. what store do you think something that classy would have happened at? Walmart. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Nailed police it. Are, police are investigating... The video footage at uh, Gates New York Walmart after a fight broke out inside of it over the weekend. Uh, Let's see, with uh, involving at least 30 people. So 30 people were scrapping inside of a Walmart, and it all started because two kids started making fun of a woman's outfit. Uh Uh-oh. And then for some reason, children and adults alike decided to get into fisticuffs, uh, and they were throwing canned food products at each other. (laughs) Which I would not want to be in a Walmart with people throwing canned food no, at each other. No, that's heavy. Yeah. So uh, throwing trash cans, other threw cans of food. It was out of control. Is what it like said at that. what point in your life are you that close to snapping and getting into a food fight in a Walmart? I don't know. That's not even a food fight. That's a can fight. A can fight, yeah. A can fight sounds scary. So that sounds like I'm waiting for a can fight at Walmart. I just need a reason to start it. You made fun of my outfit. Bam, let's get it going. 
Well, I'm sure that, you know, fights happen at Walmart a lot because, you know, there's like the people of Walmart. And if anyone's ever wearing something ridiculous, because okay, this started because the melee started when two teenagers started taking pictures of a woman's outfit. Oh, you mean the people of Walmart? dot com or something yeah, like that. Yeah, whatever so I it think, is. So that's where a lot of these things start, like with these picture fights, because people are trying to get, you know, the ridiculous outfits from people Oh, what was her outfit? It doesn't say. It doesn't say. So adults and children alike were jumping into uh, the fight. So uh, police were able to arrest four people. Uh, so this, I guess, this Walmart is notorious for making people angry. Maybe just stay away from the Gates <laughs> New just, York Walmart. Or just there. Walmart in general. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that's the best thing to do. Uh, so the police chief said, if you're in that video and we haven't got you yet, you ought to be looking. It's just a matter of time before we come and find you and knock on your door because you cannot throw canned food inside of a store. You can't throw no canned food here. Can't throw no canned food. All right, Greg, do you remember that website, Ashley Madison? Yes. Ashley Madison, the divorce web, or like not the divorce, the but the cheating. where you have, yeah, you exactly. can have uh, affairs. Yes, the the dating website for cheaters, of course, you know, Ashley Madison had bragged and bragged about, like, you know, they had, like, millions of women who are on their hot, sexy women. Yeah, I'm Who sure. want to cheat with, you know, with these schlubby, cheating... Exactly. ...married men. I'm sure it's 100% legit. Well, now, Ashley Madison, um, through its website, Avid Life Media, that's the company that runs it, has now come forward, they came forward on a holiday for some reason, hoping that it would get buried, alas, it did not. They have come forward and admitted... That maybe some of the women on their website were virtual computer programs instead of actual real women. Yes, so they came out with a statement that they released on the 4th of July saying, in fact, that... uh, They tried to bury it on the 4th? They tried to bury it on the 4th. That's when you can tell... That's when you always pay attention to the news because there are lots of good stories that companies try to bury in in, holidays. Uh Uh-huh. Because there's like, all right, well, nobody's going to be paying attention on the 4th of July. There, we said it. Nothing. We have to, yeah, no. We have to release this legally. So we'll just do it right then. Yep. So uh, so that what this means is that a lot of men who paid a substantial amount of money to go on Ashley Madison to find torrid love affairs, who paid for the dating website's features, such as sending messages to supposed ladies, that you had to pay cat, you know, pay money in order to send messages on right. this website. Well, they were actually spending money speaking to fembots. They thought they were cheating on their wives, but they were actually all alone. Well, clearly, though, they never met up with anyone. Wouldn't they wonder at a certain point? Yeah, well, maybe they were just, you know, online love affairs with fembots. Well, Ashley Madison made the news last year when it was uh, revealed, when it was hacked, and a lot of people's names, the list was uh, put out. The list of all the Ashley Madison people. So so the company is now uh, under investigation by the U.S. Federal Trade Commission. So they, let's see, so let's see, so the FTC is investigating whether or not Ashley Madison properly attempted to protect the identity of its discreet customers, and now on top of that, they're now having to admit that they're duping customers into paying to talk to fembots, which How I kind of love the phrase, fem, I love the word fembot. I don't, fembot, yeah. Yeah, it just reminds me of kind of Austin Powers or something. Yeah, you're just having a Mike Myers kind of day right now. I always am. It's always a Mike Myers kind of day. Oh, well, Think that of how much. a lot. Think of how many things he's done to influence your life. Yeah. I mean, like, just growing up in the, you know, 80s and 90s, like, Wayne's World, So I Married an Axe Murderer, Saturday Night Live, Austin Powers. Yeah. That's another one. Oh, well, I'm just going to let you figure that out. Okay. It's necessary to do that. Okay, so, uh, Who is still signing up for Ashley Madison, though? After all people, of this stuff, after all the security breaches, and now clearly it's not all these just hot women waiting to meet you. You know, why would you still be giving them money? 
Well, consultants. Plus, these are Ashley people Madison. that are married, most likely. Anyway. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> maybe just go to some counseling. Well, they've been. <laughs> uh, so Ashley Madison had been using bots uh, until 2014. But then uh, had kept using them internationally until right now. So in North America, they were using them until 2014. Gotcha. Okay. But internationally, they've still been doing them. So Ashley Madison uh, did not respond to uh, the the questions about the website's true female-to-male ratio. Of course, people have long suspected that the men vastly outnumbered the actual women on the Ashley Madison website. Now, even more so since most of the women were probably fembots. Finally, Greg, I do have this story, and I believe I have found your soulmate. Oh. Oh, please do tell. Okay, but she does. She lives in Florida. She is a Florida woman. Okay. Which we all know, like we've all known. Is it Britney? meant to be with a Florida woman. Is it Britney Spears? She doesn't live in Florida, though. She does not live in Florida. She was originally from Florida, though, wasn't she? No, she's from... Never mind, I know. Where is she from, Greg? Never mind. I just started to reveal information that now I'm really embarrassed that I know. Where is she from, Greg? Okay, if I tell you, I have to explain why I know. All right, well, tell me. Because when I worked for the pool company, I would make phone calls to all over the country. And she is, uh, and we had a customer in this city. She's from Lake Charles, Louisiana. Wow. Lake Charles. All right, Greg. Now pay attention. Or maybe she okay. just had a home there. Okay. Let's, that's enough. Greg, listen to this soulmate right here. Yes. A Florida woman has been arrested after being accused of stealing thousands of dollars worth of Simpsons knickknacks from Universal Studios. She's a passion for the Simpsons, Greg. I mean, that stuff's worth a lot of money. Oh, I know, because uh, it all added up to a lot of uh, thousands of dollars. Yeah. A 32-year-old woman uh, has been arrested after perusing the Quickie Mart in Universal Studios Simpsons Land on her motorized scooter where she allegedly packed it full of trinkets. Yes, swiping more than $3,500 worth of Simpsons memorabilia. Uh, Let's see, in March, she's just having a court appearance for that now. So among the alleged things that she stole, green Bart Simpson t-shirt, $24 worth of Simpson family charms, uh, $24 in charm bracelets to match. This is like not even a dent in the $3,000. Yeah, I was going to say, how are we getting up to $3,500 or whatever? Uh, a $50 Homer Simpson hoodie, a Bart Simpson pin, a Simpsons family pin, and a Simpsons family lanyard, amongst many, many, many other things. In total, the woman, her name is Crystal, Crystal Merheb, nearly made away with about 200 Simpsons souvenirs, 200 separate souvenirs that she had packed everywhere. <laughs> Packed all over and in and into her uh, motorized scooter without paying for them. However, she wheeled away. They did notice that she indeed had stolen some merchandise. The tchotchkes were returned to Universal Studios after she was arrested. And uh, let's see, it's not showing what her charges are that she'll be facing. But I'm just saying, Greg, she has a passion for the Simpsons. I know you do, too. Well, I mean, I do. I don't really need the... Uh the items You don't so need the knickknacks? No. You don't no. need a Homer Simpson hoodie? No, I'm probably okay without a Homer Simpson hoodie. Okay. I, I don't think I'm that far into it to mm. where I would be paying $50 for a Homer Simpson hoodie. There's very little I would pay $50 for, let's be honest. Except for Guns N' Roses. Guns N' Roses, yes, mm. which they already got my money. Yes. Um, you know, there's a few things I would do that I would pay $50 for, but it's not going to be a Homer Simpson hoodie. I can tell you that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Not a clothing item. Clothing items are where I have a problem paying that. That's right up there with Beanie Babies. That's true. Oh, Beanie Babies. Were you ever into Beanie Babies? God, no. Were you into Cabbage Patch dolls? I mean, I had a yeah, I had a Cabbage Patch kid when I was like five. What was its name? Raquel. (laughs) Wow. Oh, so we lived in Spain, and so we had Spanish uh, Cabbage Patch kids. Oh, they had oh, Mm. interesting. Did you have one of the pound puppies? I did. Oh, all right. I did have a pound puppy. It says a lot. What, that I was a child ah, just at explains. one point? It just explains okay. a bit. Oh, Greg, you really got me there. Never had one of the Cabbage Patch dolls or kids or whatever you call them. Yeah, I don't puppy. mean to be gender specific, but you were also a little boy, and I don't think you wanted to play with Cabbage Patch dolls, from what I know of you. No. Yeah, what? Yeah, that doesn't no. make you special. I'm not saying it makes me special. I'm not saying it ma- there's anything right or wrong with it. I'm just saying it explains. That's like you bragging about, about you. that you didn't play with like Rainbow Bright. I'm not bragging. I'm mm. not. I'm not sitting here bragging like bragging. I didn't play with that. No, I'm. All I said was that it just ex- explains about you. Okay. I know more about you right now. Okay. All right. There you have it, my friends. There's your world of crazy. Thank you, Sarah. Yep. You're welcome. Um. All right. We need to talk about. An event that is happening this weekend. Yes, we do. Which is pretty cool. But the thing is, I didn't get the reference at first. So, as we've talked about before, we have our other, not only our Fun Employment Radio prom happening on July 22nd. Get your tickets now at funemploymentradio.com. But we also have our next Cornell tournament happening on that Sunday, which is July 24th. And one of the fine sponsors of this one for our Fun Employment Radio Brewers Cup is going to be Ninkasi. Awesome. Ninkasi Brewing is one of our fine sponsors. And they actually have an event this weekend that they wanted us to to let you know about because they're having their 10-year anniversary uh, celebration. And so they're calling it 10 Years, 10 Beers on July 10th. It's going to be at Landmark Saloon. But um, the Facebook event is called Gleaming the Cube, which I wasn't sure what Gleaming the Cube was. Um, you had to fill me in. On well, I don't it. know exactly like how it uh, ties in with that, but I know it was a movie from the I think late 80s. It must be the 10 by 10 by 10. So that's the cube. Uh, anyway, it's a 10-year event at... <laughs> oh, that's the cube. There you go. Yeah. So it's a 10-year event at, you that's know I'm not at, good at math. <laughs> it's happening at Landmark Saloon. So this Sunday from 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. So they're going to have, uh, it's a 10-year celebration for Ninkasi. They're going to have 10 beers apparently on tap. And they're raffling off a Ninkasi fire pit, which I'll tell you this, since we they signed on to be one of the sponsors for the Cornell Tournament, I talked to Ryan, who's the rep here. And I guess at Ninkasi's headquarters in Eugene, Oregon, they have a full metalworks shop just because... They they all like working with metal, and so they've made these amazing fire pits awesome. that you can take and take home with you, and it's it's they're incredible. I mean, it's a really really cool fire pit, and uh, they're going to be raffling that away. So they've, they're going to have cornhole going on, you know, ten different beers. It's all happening at Landmark Saloon this Sunday, July tenth, uh, from three p.m. to seven p.m. So you should definitely come out, have a couple of beers. Hang out. I'll also be working. Oh, and you'll get to see Sarah in the shed bar. Sarah will be working the shed bar. So that sounds weird if you don't even... I'm not even going to explain what she's doing in the shed bar. Sarah's going to be working the shed bar. Sounds like I'm working a pole out there. It does kind of sound like that. So come on down to Landmark Saloon this uh, Sunday, July 10th. But yes. But as Greg said, yes. uh, So we do have that... uh, Our Cornhole Tournament coming up on the 24th, sponsored by Nankasi as well. And the prom, which I'm so excited about, Greg. Yes. 
Get your tickets now at funemploymentradio.com. I'm going to have to come up with a jingle. A jingle, I think, is going to be necessary. I don't think that's necessary. Well, I may want to come up with a jingle. I may want to. I may just do it on my own and just kind of put that in there. <laughs> um, let's see. I've got a little bit of of ball talk. All right. Did you want to do it? Yeah. We'll just do a little bit of it. Oh, yeah. Gleaming the Cube was a skater movie. No, it's a Christian Slater movie, and he had blonde hair, and he was a skateboarder, and he's trying to find out what happened to his brother because they say that his brother uh, committed suicide, but really he knows that there's something there's something amiss. I don't recall that movie. I remember I had a lot of friends. Like, Gleaming the Cube was kind of at the same time as um, Pump Up the Volume. Okay. They were kind of, it was like that same Christian Slater kind of... Uh, yeah, kind of the highlight. Pump Up the Volume. The golden era of yeah, Christian so, Slater. Yeah, Pump Up the Volume, uh, Heather's Gleaming the Cube. Okay. Like, I remember all my guy friends really, really loved Gleaming the Cube. Because yeah. like a skater dude. I mean, I didn't really get to skateboard when I was a kid, so I didn't really, uh, didn't really get it so much. Rad, I got... I've seen Rad. Yeah, Rad I got because I could ride a bike. But I was on a gravel road. Couldn't really, uh, couldn't really skateboard. I love how you like our anti-skateboarding movie just because you grew up on a gravel road. I wasn't allowed to do it and everybody else was when I went to school. And they all talked about it, but I couldn't do it. It wasn't that you weren't allowed to do it. It was just like you had to go further down the street to find a road that you could do it on. There wasn't any. You're just surrounded by gravel roads? Well, other or like uh, country road concrete, which you can't really do much on. It's a road. I mean, you can't really do much there. All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. Brief ball talk. Brief. I just have some updates on a couple of things. And that was it, mostly from the NBA. Scathing reports are coming out from the Oklahoma City Thunder that there the remaining members of the team were unhappy with the fact that Kevin Durant liked Draymond Green so much that they were so chummy when the two teams were playing each other, the Golden State Warriors and the Oklahoma City Thunder, during the playoffs. Now, this also comes on the heels of Kevin Durant ditching the Oklahoma City Thunder <laughs> and going to the Golden State Warriors. Now everybody's grumbling. But yes, I guess because Draymond Green, when they were in that uh, in that series, kicked Stephen Adams of the Oklahoma City Thunder in the nuts not once but twice oh, in two different games. Yeah. And allegedly in the locker room, Kevin Durant was still chummy with Draymond Green from the other team, and the rest of the Thunder didn't like that so much. I'm going to guess if he had stayed with Oklahoma City Thunder, we probably wouldn't be hearing these stories. But that is that is what is coming out right yeah, now. Yeah, this is true. Yeah. Real grudge match Uh-oh. right there. So there's that. Moving on to ball talk. Um, since they did sign Kevin Durant, the Golden State Warriors, they did have to get rid of some players to make room. And uh, because of that, Festus Azili. Of the Golden State Warriors. I remember that name. Festus Izzili. Mm. We used to talk about him back when we worked for the Trailblazers. That's where I remember it yep. from. So he was released from the Warriors and is now allegedly, well not allegedly, he is here in Portland, Oregon. Uh, he said he bought a one-way ticket to Portland. He is here going through physicals with the possibility he may sign with the Blazers. Hmm. Festus Izzili. I mean, I like his name. Yeah, I mean, it's a cool name, but I don't, I don't know if it's worth signing. But anyway, that that might happen. Uh, also, Dwayne Wade, 
D-Wade, if you will. No, nobody will. He had another... What was his other nickname he tried to give himself? It was like D-Wow or something or... Wow. That's what it was. He wanted everybody to call him Wow for World of Wade. Or Way of Wade, something like that. Wow. That's my nickname now. Wow. I, I can't help you You can't give this. yourself a nickname. Uh, so, anyway, Dwayne yes, Wade has right. left... You can't White Lightning... As, well, not unless it's a good one. I mean, White Lightning is a great nickname. Uh, Dwayne Wade has left Miami and is now signed with his home city, the Chicago Bulls. And finally in ball talk, attention Seahawks fans and Sierra fans. Sierra is now off the market. Sierra the singer, of course. Oh, I got to tell Greg this yesterday. I was super excited to break his little heart. <sighs> Sierra is Hot. I've broken like two new story, Dude. like uh, sports stories to you. Mm. Sierra, the singer, has married Russell Wilson, quarterback of the Seattle Seahawks. <gasps> wasn't he staying a virgin until, or wasn't he saying like they weren't going to sleep together until they were married? Yes, he. Had I remember been you talking that. about that, so maybe that's why they rushed the the nuptials. Oh, they had to. <laughs> the the time was up. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I don't know if they was staying that way. I mean, it's kind of weird he was even doing that because he was he was previously married. He got divorced. There were rumors his wife cheated on him with another NFL player. I don't know whatever came with that. But anyway, he is now married to Sierra. And everybody knows who the Seahawks fans are going to blame if he plays like crap this year. Oh, yeah. It, it's all going to be blamed on her. But there we go. I wonder if Sarah Colonna is going to have to like be buddies with her now. Probably. Sarah Colonna is probably buddies with all of them. Mm-hmm. John Ryan, uh, the punter. We've had Sarah Colonna on here um, several times. And her husband now is John Ryan, the punter for the Seahawks. He was just named the best best in the NFL for social media, I believe. Hey, he's funny. Yeah. Nothing to do with this, really, except for they both play for the Seahawks. But there we go. Sierra, married to Russell Wilson. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Good job, Greg. Yeah, Sierra's off the market. Britney Spears got like some weird plastic surgery, maybe. Oh, man. I'm just, I've just been kind of blocking that out. I wouldn't think about that. Yeah. I mean, her, her, like she, her body looks amazing, but she's, she's done mucked up her face a little. Yeah. I'll forgive her. Uh, send us an email, funemploymentradio sure at gmail.com. <laughs> Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. You are all fantastic, and we really, really do appreciate it. Um, don't forget to pick up your tickets to the Fun Employment Radio prom. Pick your tickets up now, please, mm-hmm. at funemploymentradio.com. You can just go there. There's a link right on the website to pick up your tickets. It is going to be... So much fun. Yeah, and don't wait. Just pick them up now so that way we yeah. know that you're going and then... It helps us out. Yeah, plus like we're, we're planning things and we want we need to start to get the number and attendance, attendance right so that we can make these things amazing for everybody there. We and it's only $10 and it's a huge deal for us. Um, yeah, I've been working on... Yeah, we've been working yeah. our asses off for a couple months. And yeah, we're going to make a good... It's going to be a great party for everyone. For everyone. 
Um, but yeah. It's not just dancing. We're going to have other no, things no. going on as well. So if you're like afraid to just go to a dance and stand there, you know, like you're an awkward kid in high school, yeah, that's this not going to be it. There's going to be tables. There's going to be things to do. You're not going to have to stand there in the corner by yourself. You'll be fine. This isn't your high school prom. No. And plus... <laughs> Uh, we're wonderfully sponsored by our main sponsor, Paps Blue Ribbon. Yeah! Which means we can all have drinks like we weren't legally allowed to when we went to our proms, if we went to our proms. If not, it doesn't matter. Funemploymentradio.com. Click on the link to pick your tickets up now. All right, thank you so much, everybody. Um, Coming up later today on the Fun Employment Radio Network at about 6.30 p.m. will be the Butcher Shop Podcast. Awesome. Broadcasting live. They always have great guests, so tune in to see who they have. And then we will be back tomorrow at the regular time with more Fun Employment Radio. Oh, are we going to say who are we? Well, we might have a guest in tomorrow morning. Oh, yeah. Uh, let me just... I'll do 100% on that one. Okay. But we'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Com. Bye, friends. Bye. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.